Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. This is known as the Jesus Prayer, a 5th century prayer. Short, simple, used as a mantra to still, to focus and bring us into God. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Let us pray. In stillness, in peace, in the calm of holy presence, may we find ourselves present with you, O God. May we let silence hold us and all we need to say. May we let our minds settle in the curve of your peace. May we leave aside the heaviness of our worries. And in this moment, this present moment, be present with your love, your grace, your forgiveness. and trust it. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Amen. Hello, I'm Roddy Hamilton, the Minister of New Kilpatrick Parish. And thank you for the invitation once more to join you again in worship in this podcast this week. Our theme is about peace and those words that Jesus offers us about the peace that he brings that the world cannot. For this week and for the next few weeks, we're still in the upper room with the disciples, the room where Jesus washed feet. And John, the gospel writer, has the disciples ask questions of Jesus and Jesus answers them. It's a way of unpacking some of the profound truths John needs his own community to hear. Questions they are perhaps asking of themselves decades after Jesus, yet finding themselves in strange times, growing a new church that is not being recognised and all the strain that puts on their relationships with each other. So John offers them words of Jesus to help them stay the course in creating their faith community. 
John 14, from verse 19. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live, you also will live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. One of the ironies of being the church at the moment is that when our confidence and certainties have been knocked, we seek out the deep down, the core reasons why we want to keep going. It's one of the things that happens in uncertain times, the the, the frivolous stuff, the, the glitter and the gold fade. Those issues that we felt were big issues before no longer feel that way. And we find, again, our purpose and reason for existing. And clearly, we are going through that at the moment. In some way, the Bible becomes more alive because we have to reinterpret it. You can't take things for granted. You find yourself in in some way closer to the original hearers who themselves lived in uncertain times and found strength and meaning and grace and love in these same words of faith. It appears to be quite simple stuff, or at least the way we describe it appears quite simple. Last week, love one another, the gospel in three words. And we find much the same today. Peace I leave you, a peace the world does not know. We're still in that part of the gospel where John is pouring out all these central ideas for being the church. Ideas written not for our benefits, but to help guide his own community in their own turbulent, uncertain and vulnerable times. But are as pertinent for us now as they have ever been. The idea of peace is always top of our agenda, hopefully, especially now. We have a very focused reason for that in Ukraine and Syria and Afghanistan, and the absence of war. 
it is perhaps a, a terrible indictment on us all that too many still live with violence and even more so that when we talk about peace, it is firstly about the cessation of violence. We always believe we grow and mature and in so many ways we have as humanity, of course we have, but still we face each other with threats and fear and violence. How many worships has the Almighty blessed and in whose name battles have been joined? But peace is a community endeavour. It's not about the cessation of anything, but the way we live in relationship with each other. One of the six core themes for the life of our congregation is relationships. And so these words are for us. Peace invites the grace we need in order that everyone has enough. It invites those excluded because of gender, sexuality, colour, culture to be included. It invites the laying of banquets for those who are hungry and requires the distance between the rich and the poor to become tissue thin, where the least do not live in debt to those who have most. There is your peaceable kingdom, and it is a moral choice on how we choose to live as a society beyond just the lack of conflict. And when you hear of the reason and the design of the mass shooting in Buffalo in the US this week, you can see a community that is not at peace. <laughs> but that headline can be replaced by so many more here locally. There was a major piece of research done a number of years ago about how the, the gap between us affects our society. And the findings were quite clear that when you reduce the gap between the least and the most, mental health improves, drug use goes down, life expectancy rises, obesity reduces, educational performance increases, teenage births reduce, violence among gangs goes way down, imprisonment is needed much, much less etc. And the reason is because we live in peace with each other. We feel less threatened, less vulnerable, less competitive, less them and us. Peace, a community in balance with itself, is a moral choice. There is a sense that what John is writing is developing as he writes it, how you shape a community and how it functions when Jesus' physical presence is not there. I have gone, but I am with you, he says. And the way I am with you is through peace, caring, learning. Peace, an invitation to live in the kingdom here and a gift the church, knocked and vulnerable as we are, can still offer the world. There is another part to all of this, equally significant, and that is the constant spiritual work towards peace beyond our neighbours, peace with ourselves, an inner peace, where we are able to hang on to things less, judge ourselves less, 
and be less concerned when others judge us, which is all a bit rich coming from me, who is Mr. Paranoia. But such a peace works also towards the broader good of our communities. Our choice to live in a particular way towards each other and towards self. A godly peace. That it is is not so easily come by in a world so often at odds with itself. So for a few moments, which is hardly enough, you're invited to practice that inner peace, which is a practice we may choose to engage with each day. And one such method of doing that is using that ancient prayer we heard at the beginning called the Jesus Prayer. From the 5th century desert mothers and fathers, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, said any number of times, and followed by silence. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And as we come out of that silence, that time of peace, thank you for the invitation to be with you today in this podcast. We meet together as a church online still in many ways with our digital worship, etc., but also face-to-face increasingly so. Um, We're having a, a platinum picnic on the 5th of June to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And there's information in the bulletin which you can download from the website at nkchurch.org.uk or you can have sent to you by post or by email. Please do join us with all of these activities if you can. Others include uh, the Sing Song um, group is back again on Tuesday and um, it's a group just to sing in the afternoon. It's face-to-face now in the hall and um, it's designed specifically for those with some degree of memory loss or dementia but it's open for everyone just to join together create community share some peace together in song so please do come along to that if you are able tuesdays at 1 30 and all our activities are there in the bulletin so please do um, join us if you can let's gather together all our thoughts and our prayers now in our prayers for others loving god In words of peace, we have shaped a space. May this peace we find here be a gift to the world. May the conflict in Ukraine find such peace, that leaders who bring on war find a peace for themselves, that ties them less to legacy and power, and they can learn to live with themselves without fear. And peace, deep peace, for those who have lost so much in too many places where destruction 
is more than buildings, but relationships and families and ways of living and culture. We pray for peace. For our own nation to live in peace with itself, where policy and practice from leadership to neighbourhood chooses to reduce the gap between us, to live less fearfully, grow closer to and responsible for each other. We pray for peace. For our families and friends, those closest to us and whose needs we know best. For those out of work and those fearful of the future, worried about the cost of living and heating and food. For those ill, mentally and physically. Those anxious, afraid and lonely. For a richer community bound closer together, we pray for peace. For that peace the world can know that begins here among us all, for that peace, that hope, that love, we pray. So be it. Amen. Now go in peace and share that peace with others in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.